The Pharmacy Profit Summit Live was a gathering of 120 pharmacy owners in Dallas, Texas, discussing how to build new profit sources and valuable services for patient and community care. Developed by industry leader and CEO of Diversify RX, Dr. Lisa Faust invited nine pharmacy business experts to talk about ways to increase revenues for community pharmacy business owners. Listen in to the summary show and connect with Diversify RX to help build new community pharmacy profit strategies. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Profit Summit 2021 at Great Wolf Lodge in Grapevine, Texas. And I'm with Brad Jones, who is the founder of RMS, Retail Management Solutions. And there is a program that we've been talking about on the Pharmacy Podcast Network called CLIMB, C-L-I-M-B. Brad, welcome to the uh, post-show for the Profit Summit. Um, Tell us a little bit about why you came to the Profit Summit, why you think it's important to be part of this. Well, first, uh, Todd, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on your podcast. Um, first off, uh, Lisa is a long, was a customer of RMS. Lisa was on our most recent climb uh, talking about improving cash flow. Um, and I wanted to be supportive uh, here at RMS. We wanted to be supportive of, of this new uh, program. I, we think it's outstanding. Uh, what Lisa's trying to do is the same. It really ties into what we're trying to do. So CLIMB, uh, you mentioned CLIMB. CLIMB stands for Care, Lead, Innovate, Motivate, and Balance. CLIMB is every month, and uh, we do uh, CLIMB uh, at 8 a.m. Pacific time, uh, the second Thursday of every single month. It's also fully recorded, so if you can't attend then, you can go back and listen to the sessions. Uh, We don't talk about our products and services. We bring in industry experts in the different areas of pharmacy. Uh, We do Uh, to talk. We do panels uh, of peers so you can hear your peers and what's working for them. Um, It's all about helping you improve your bottom line and helping improve patient outcomes. Brad, how many years have you been involved in community pharmacy? My entire life. (laughs) Right. So what do you say, like actively 20, 30 years, right? Oh, absolutely. So yeah, you know, and I laugh about that. My my family uh, had, my parents had uh, uh, three pharmacies when I was a kid. My grandparents started the first pharmacy, uh, so I've been around it my whole life. Uh, I was out of it, uh, you know, for 18 years, but uh, when I came back into it, I was in the uh, wholesale side for a couple of years and then got into the technology side. So actively, um, I've been just around 30 years now. Why, why has the way that pharmacy, community pharmacy made profit 20, 30 years ago how and why has that changed? Well, uh, I don't need to tell pharmacists how it's changed. Um, uh, I mean, we all know that that uh, reimbursement rates, all of these things have changed. And you know, I show, uh, I do a for all my new employees, I do a, a program called the History of Pharmacy, and I show how things have changed since the '60s when you know when you went to the grocery store, you got groceries, and if you needed shampoo or you needed you know, pain relief, you went to the pharmacy. Uh, and then in the late 70s and early 80s, groceries started carrying those things. 
And today, you know, groceries not only carry a full line of OTC and HBA, but they also carry, you know, they also have they also have pharmacies. Um, so, you know, all of that part has changed as well. Um, and but our whole healthcare system has changed. So one of the things I show is, you know, back in the day when most of the prescriptions were paid for with cash. And today, almost nothing's paid cash, right? It's all, it's all somebody else that's paying it. So those rates continue to decline. And so that part of it, I think, you know, all pharmacies know. Um, but uh, the why behind it, well, there's a whole lot of whys, I think. You know, there's no one answer to that. Um, competition, obviously, has had a huge impact. Um, but the reason competition got involved in the first place is because, um, you know, there are more drugs today than, than uh, or in the last 20 years, more drugs have come on the market than in all of history prior to it. Um, so all of these things play a big role. And it's important today to focus on, you know, you have to, you really have to focus on all of the things that you can uh, make money with and how to improve profitability. Um, and, and, you know, I, I listen to pharmacists complain. I listen to my dad complain. I'm like, dad, listen, uh, I can tell you in the 22 years that I've owned RMS, we've had to, we've had to change a lot. Um, and, you know, we all have to evolve in business uh, and, and it, you can't ever get complacent. It, it's ever changing. And that's what I think something like this conference, uh, what we're trying to do with Climb, uh, what we try to do as a company uh, is to help change, to help improve your business processes, to help you make more profit, uh, to help you help your customers. Those are all the things that, you know, we, we can do this together. I have heard uh, from pharmacy owners that I'm in touch with. I think of Sean Naren out of Pittsburgh with AcorRx, and he said that there is a missed opportunity to engage and talk with a customer, a client, a patient at the point of sale to be able to say, listen, this is when they're actually paying for this product or, my, or their prescription. Maybe they want something else as they're standing at the counter. What can you say to our pharmacy owners listening today? What is like a tip that you can give them to engage and to do something extraordinary at the point of sale? What can they be doing to, to engage better with their patients at that point? Well, I think the first thing is to engage. Um, the, uh, one of the things I talk in the history of pharmacy, I, at the end, I talk about the role of the pharmacist to my new employees. And I'm like, you know, the, the thing is that pharmacists consistently year after year are either number one or at least in the top three of most trusted professions on the planet, uh, though, along with firefighters and nurses. And, and pharmacists usually end up number one on that list. So the, right there is an incredible opportunity. And uh, there's so much more available now. Uh, one of the things that we talk to a lot of our clients and our customers about is talking to the patients about drug-induced nutrient depletion. So to me, this one is a kind of a no-brainer. It's easy to do, and you have credibility. And, and uh, one of our pharmacies went from doing $1,000 a month in, uh, in supplements and vitamins to $10,000 a month over a six-month period of time with a 40 to 50% profit margin on those by using our drug-induced nutrient depletion recommendation feature at the till. Um, and it's, uh, you know, to me, it's you're helping the patient, you're making the patient feel better, and you're boosting your bottom line. It's a win-win for everybody. I so much appreciate you being here. I love seeing you at all of the conference that really makes sense. This one's special because... 
it really drives um, it drives that pharmacy owner to understand what they can do, what they can leverage, who they can listen to. We listen to um, Adam Robinson, uh, Doctor Adam Robinson, and he's known as the Workflow Whisperer. And then they changed his name to Doctor Profit just because of how you can change your workflow. And when I think of workflow, I do think of that last opportunity to engage with your patient, even if it's remotely, even if you have a, an opportunity to follow back up with them through a phone call or through an email. There's opportunities to build, continue to build that relationship based on the last thing that you're saying to your patient that's kind of around the topic of that prescription. And I think you're like absolutely right on point, Brad, um, about, you know, just the history of what you've said you've seen happen in community pharmacy. Yeah, it's, uh, I think the big thing for, for all businesses really, but, you know, independent pharmacies have to continue to think is we have to continue to change. We have to continue to adapt. You know, there, there's competition out there all the time. Don't focus on the things you can't change. Reimbursement rates, for instance, right now. Uh, you know, certainly write your congressman, do those things, but, but then move on and focus on the things that you can control. And there's still a lot that you can control. Brad, thanks so much for being here for the post-podcast um, session for the uh, Pharmacy Profit Summit uh, 2021, our first, and we um, hope to see you back next year. Yeah, thanks, Todd. I appreciate you having me. And hey, folks, join us at climb, rm-solutions.com forward slash climb. Uh, it's free to you. Uh, we've invited all pharmacies. Take a look at it. Uh, great content. But thanks again, Todd, and we're really happy to be here today. Thank you. And we are here at the Profit Summit 2021. Lisa Foss, Dr. Foss has done something amazing and really bringing together pharmacy owners to really understand how do they level up? How do they take their business to that next level in developing more profit in order to put back into your business, but being able to live a life that gives you freedom and sustainability, as well as the support that you're giving to your community. Something that we don't talk about enough on the Pharmacy Podcast Network is compounding pharmacy. I have someone here who's actually at the summit right now, Nick Davis, with Cypress Compounding Pharmacy. Nick, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Nick, tell me, why did you invest the time where you could be back at the compounding pharmacy right now taking care of patients? You could be doing what's necessary to keep the business going. Why did you decide to come to the Profit Summit? Well, my, uh, my wife and I, I we, we run the pharmacy together, and um, we're trying to grow, and we've hit we've hit some points where it makes it a little bit hard for us to grow because we're, we're getting constrained. We don't know how to, um, I guess, open up new avenues to get things done, and we just need to brainstorm with other people. Excellent, excellent. So, so far in the event here with several of the uh, speakers, including Dr. Adam, who's now known, I guess, as the profit doctor, um, and Tasha, who talked about organizational uh, development and being um, more organized and using virtual assistants. Um, and also Dr. Fast, who really talked about other facets of revenue through jumping on your Medicaid patients and building that out, pharmacogenomics. What's kind of stuck out to you? What do you think that you kind of are going to leave here with saying, we got to tackle that? I have definitely been in the, like, in the market for a new bookkeeper. And I've, I've tried to find one on my own. Um, I use Robert Half and Associates, and uh, it, it never worked out really well. So I want to try this, uh, the virtual assistant thing, and try and go 
find some services that we actually need and we can cherry pick what we need. So I hope that will fit into our budget and it's going to take a little bit more diving into. Um, and then in addition to that, like I, I really like the, uh, the penile rehabilitation protocol. It's something that um, I guess that pharmacy is not currently working with anybody in the Houston area. So it seems like something that we want to get jump, jump on right now. Um, and we, we have a sterile room and it's ready to go and it, it's just we hadn't been doing anything in it because we needed some market share and this I think will help us get the market share that we need to be able to make it profitable. It's interesting that you said about bookkeeping because I am literally looking for an outsourced bookkeeping organization for our own business so I'm kind of in that same boat with you. What I've noticed about this conference is it's a smaller opportunity to really network with other pharmacy owners but then also the information is being, it's pertinent and it's relevant and it's what's happening today. This conference isn't for like the junior pharmacy owner. I think this conference is more for that, 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 that pharmacy owner that's been doing it for a while that understands the obstacles of what you're going through for profitability and how this organization with these vendors that are here, people like RMS, POS, people like RxSafe, people like Berkeley Life, these organizations are in place to help you be more profitable. What of the vendors have you seen here where you're like, I really want to follow up with that specific vendor? Has, has any of them kind of stuck out to you? There were a couple that I found that were very interesting. Um, I, I want to talk to one of the software vendors, uh, Liberty. Um, Liberty Software, yep. Yeah, and that, that we currently have um, ComputerRx is WinRx, and that software is great, but I mean, I, I want to find something different yep. and just to compare things. Um, yeah. I mean, I was on I was on uh, nothing but Windows computers for like 30 years of my life, and I just tried a Mac, and now I, I can't get enough. Um, <laughs> and I don't know why I was so resistant for so long. So uh, I did the same thing. So now I can technically use both, but I dread it. If I have to use a PC, it actually gives me stomach cramps. I'm so used to our Mac now that I don't I don't want to ever go back. Well, I don't have a choice in that regard. <laughs> a lot of the software doesn't run on Macs, so I, um, I have to maintain all of our computers at the pharmacy at this point anyway. <laughs> so finding the best software to make my life easier would be great. It's awesome. Um, so, Nick, you and I also talked about an element of networking with community pharmacies as someone who's an expert in compounding. Um, do you want to give a shout-out for, like, your website so that community pharmacies listening to you know that you're open to those collaborations? Yeah, definitely. Um, you can find us online at https colon slash slash www.ccpharmacy.com. Excellent. We're going to put that in the show notes. Nick, thanks so much for participating in the Post-Profit Summit um, podcast show. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Again, thanks for having me. You're listening to the Pharmacy Profit Live post show. So far, we have heard from guests Brad Jones with Retail Management Solutions and Nick Davis with Cypher's Compounding Pharmacy talk about how this event is providing effective tools and information on how to build your pharmacy's profit, as well as services that will better your patient and community care. Now let's take a listen to our next guest, Dr. Monsi Shah. Biophotonic scanning. This is something that is absolutely fascinating to me. Dr. Mansi Shah, welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Network's coverage of the Profit Summit Live 2021 here with Diversify RX. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for bringing me on. You're very welcome. You know, you do something very interesting. I want you to give our listeners just a snippet of the buzz that you've been creating at your booth 
with regards to the scanner and what that means for patient care? Absolutely. So, you know, I've been a functional pharmacist for a long time, and I always struggled with preventative medicine. And I, my goal to become a pharmacist was to keep people healthy. And actually, that's because I lost my godfather to a chronic illness. And I have been looking for um, something that would give me that partnership with my patients. And when I saw the scanner, I scored really high. And I've been eating so well, so clean for so long. And I tell people that what you're doing is not enough or what you're doing is not working. Or your body has an immune system that is probably not apt, right? So all of those answers got, like, came through with the scanner. Okay. So it gives, it's a score of antioxidants on your live tissue. Now, we know that there is antioxidants and free radical damage. So free radical damage is so much higher right now that antioxidants that we consume are not able to combat that because we get bombarded with free radicals from everything. Inevitable things like pollution and inevitable things like how we live and diet and lifestyle. So the score gives us a prediction of future disease that hasn't surfaced yet because chronic illness takes about 10 years to surface. So we could actually save someone's loved one if we start working on the score early on or if they have any diagnosis, then we could have a better prognosis and that's what I love about it. So it's a Nutribio test. It's measuring your lifestyle in general and your, um, your eating habits. It's a combination score. That's what it does. So this really gives our community pharmacists an opportunity to deliver something of value from a diagnosis perspective in their community, be educating, but then also bring in nutrients to actually help to raise those scores. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. And then talk to me about the profit side of this. How many patients, like when we talk to our, one of our sponsors that's here, RxSafe, when Bill Holmes tells us, he'll give us kind of like a math equation that will say something like, hey, with this number of new patients, you can expect approximately X number of new dollars in revenue or profit per month. Can you kind of give our listeners who are, who are tuning in, some of these listeners haven't been to this summit, some of them are listening to the summit, give us some metrics around the, the financial side of this. So the financial side is not that complicated because what we do is we grab some existing clients who are interested in this and then we start scanning them. Whoever is interested in the solutions, we put them on solutions with average of about, I would say, 100 to 200 clients on products in annually, um, not breaking it to the monthly, but mm-hmm. annually. We could see about fifty to $70,000 in profit with okay. scanning and uh, therapy income. Okay. And they would invest in the scanner, and then they would invest in the marketing of this program as part of their community pharmacy. Yes, they would invest in the scanner. Scanner's not for sale, so we would get them approved for it. <laughs> and then we set them up for uh, proper with tra- proper, proper training, and then their e-commerce website, everything's drop ship. It's not the old model of, you know, getting stuff at a lower cost and then boosting it up and then selling yep. it, markup and all that is gone. It's all drop ship. No inventory to carry. The scanner is the focus. We show people that therapy could be anything. Stop smoking you know, better lifestyle, get on your uh, proper medications, you know, get your supplementations right, like things like that. And they start seeing the results. So that's how we see the, 
you know, eighty to ninety thousand dollars in the year without any overhead. Excellent. Yeah, Dr. Lisa Foss told us that her pharmacy utilized a scanner like that, and it really brought in some new patients that they wouldn't have seen because they started advertising on Facebook and on um, even on radio that they had this scanner ability, which really built some curiosity in the community. So I think curiosity is another facet of this because people are very, very cognizant of what's important in health and what's important in, in lifestyle management. Tell us how we could get started right away. Like, what would you say to a community pharmacy owner that says, I want to start this? What are the steps that they should be taking? The steps is um, contact us. We get you approved, get your scanner set up, train the team, you know, put someone as a lead person in the project. And we have some marketing material we order. And then Lisa has... um, um, said that she's going to help with marketing strategies as she has done before, and then we brainstorm. You know, do some free like free marketing. We also get 300 scans for free. We use those for marketing, and then you get a little bit of inventory, like $3,500 worth of product in it. So, you spend about 3,500 in the beginning to get started, but you get a product value of 11,000 and. You're up and running turnkey in about a week or so, and you could start seeing ROI within 30 to 60 days. That's great. Excellent. Give us your website of where we should be pushing our listeners, and then in the show notes, we'll have that website as well um, so that people can actually reach out to you. Absolutely. So we created this functional wellness network where we have a full program where we show the scanner integration. We also have an affiliation with an accredited functional medicine program where they get licensed as non-prescribing drugless prescriptions, prescription prescribers, practitioners. So we do that and then functionalwellnessnetwork.com is where they can find us. Um, But to do the scanner, you don't have to be a functional practitioner. Your PharmD degree and your pharmacy is enough because we want to be a heart center resource um, place for our community where, you know, I feel that pharmacists, they're the most helping people in the world and the most undervalued uh, healthcare provider. That's right. Dr. Shaw, thank you so much for participating in our summary show here for the Profit Summit Live. Um, We can't wait to to dig into this. We want to do other podcasts with you and your network. Absolutely. Would be open for that. Thank you. Hey, we're here with Ken Patel with Right Way in Sun City, Arizona. Welcome to the show, Ken. Thank you, Todd. Hey, so we're here at the Profit Summit Live. This is the first time that the um, the Profit Summit has happened. I'm seeing such a difference in this conference. We're seeing really a drill down into ways for community pharmacies to be more profitable. Ken, what has stood out to you as a pharmacy owner? Wow, there's uh, so far has been a great conference. Uh, uh, looking back for the last two days or so far what I've seen, there's quite a few things. First was a really great uh, groundwork or a, a baseline, I should say, to, to make sure the processes are aligned, uh, focus and as an owner, how to manage things so that I can do a lot more programs. So delegating things was one of the biggest takeaway for me yesterday. Uh, today was functional medicine. What can I do different things? Uh, at if As a pharmacist, practicing at, at the best of my license is what I learned today, is like things that I... I do it every day, but don't know how to how to monetize it. I should yeah. say, or how I can help my patients the most. How can I add more value 
to my patients the most is what I learned today. Something that you and I talked about offline that was really interesting to me, and it is to our listeners, that's professional growth, and that's just in communication skills and other things that you're doing to help other pharmacists, pharmacy owners, pharmacy techs kind of level up. Tell our listeners a little bit about that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so, uh, well, we, on the side, besides pharmacy, I am... uh, heavily, uh, you could call it probably a junkie, on personal <laughs> growth. Uh, I read books and uh, listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm also a John Maxwell team certified coach and a speaker, uh, mainly focusing on personal growth. Like as a pharmacist or pharmacy owner, we do a lot of different things, but we all communicate. Do we really connect? Uh, that's one, one thing. Uh, or there are 15 invaluable laws of growth. There's a pattern on why certain person or certain people achieve things that they do. And it's the mindset, uh, it's a thought process. So I kind of delve more into those things and help uh, people on, on their personal growth journey. I want to let the listeners know this is kind of a sneak peek because we're going to ask um, Dr. Ken Patel to come back and help us kind of map out what to do as a busy professional a busy pharmacist, and what you can do to maximize personal growth. And I'm excited that you're going to be helping us with that. Oh, I'll look forward to it. Let's- so so would, you, would you invest in this conference ongoing just from your opinion of what you've gotten out of it so far? Absolutely, without a doubt. No hesitation, no brainer. And what are the top three things you think about implementing when you get back to your pharmacy on Monday? Wow. Um- I think you said virtual <laughs> assistant, right? Yes. <laughs> well, I have to think quite a, there's quite a few things. Uh, there's quite a few tasks that I've decided that I need to. First and foremost would be uh, that I'm going to ask my teams to do the chart of what they like and what they do, what they like, they don't, or what they don't like and they do do it. So breaking down the task and then assigning the, the jobs that they really enjoy. Uh, same thing for me uh, to do that so that we all are playing our base part. Focus second will be on workflow to see where can I maximize and leverage the talents that I have. Uh, And functional medicine would be. So there's a couple different things. Uh, I like uh, Greg's presentation, uh, so I need to focus on that, being a senior town. Uh, Nitric oxide uh, supplements. Berkeley Life. Berkeley Life. So focusing on a few things on that, so that would be a good option for me. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, Berkeley Life has supported the show for um, for some time now, and we're hearing so many good things out of nitric oxide as a as a as a supplement and, and a follow up for um, for men's health, but also women in general, and, and getting more oxygen in our blood. I think that's really interesting. I like the fact that you've gotten to be a part of this. I've talked to you offline a couple times. Interesting things that you're doing, as well as understanding. Like you said, communication is so important. It goes with everything that we do, even in our relationships, about how important it is to be a connector rather than just... Absolutely, absolutely. yeah. We all communicate, but do we really connect? And that's why we'll, we'll probably talk more about it in the near future. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Ken. You're welcome. Thank you. Don't go anywhere yet. You don't want to miss our next guest, Dr. Adam Robinson, also known as Dr. Profit, talk about how he is helping community pharmacies maximize their profit as well as Vince Leonard with Liberty Pharmacy Management Systems. This and more starts now on the Pharmacy Profit Live post show. Dr. Adam Robinson, the smooth operator, the workflow whisperer, and now known <laughs> as Dr. Profit. What is going on with all of this? Uh, well, one, thanks for having me on here. <laughs> yeah. But two, 
I have no idea what these people are talking about. Like, um, you know, I just come in and I give them basic ideas of how to operate a pharmacy. And these guys are saying, you're saving me money. You're doing this, you're doing that. And, um, one, it makes me happy. It makes me happy for independent pharmacy. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. Um, but any, anything I can do to help these guys out, cause I've been there. Exactly. And so, yeah. Um, talk to us about like your, tell us before you became known as someone who really understands how to build an efficient <clears throat> workflow, how it's going to change your operation back up and tell us about your own community pharmacy. So I have a small rural pharmacy in Kentucky. Um, pretty busy, nice, uh, nice town. I love it. It's where I grew up. Um, come back out of school and, and took over this independent store. And just like any other of the independent stores you see around, you know, real traditional and a little bit of compounding, mostly retail and going out talking to the patients and doing this. And, you know, as the PBM started cutting uh, profits and margins were going down and it was just, we wanted to do all these programs and do all these things and I just could not do it. And I'm a, I say I'm a weird guy. I like to start thinking out of the box and uh, do things like, let's go ahead and do it. Like, instead of researching a ton, right? right? Uh, so a lot of people look at me like I'm crazy when I do that, but I just had enough is enough. I was tired of my losing my patience. That was number one. There's no reason they should be, we should be losing patience right. uh, because we're screwing up. Yep. Our workflow was terrible. My employees were upset. I was losing employees and I had a great, business um but the internals were falling apart and so that makes me fall apart because i'm an independent pharmacist at heart and i love this stuff yeah um so i just had enough enough was enough so i just started really diving in like an engineer i don't even have an engineering degree that's just the way my mind was working and yep. i just started picking pieces apart why, why does this cost money how do i save here why is how many times are you turning around to pick up something in the store why can't we make it faster and how do we help the patients? And so as I started piecing all these things together, it just it just started coming together. And then word of mouth at different conferences, and I was just helping people out, and people were sending people to me to talk and this and that. And then Lisa calls up and says, you want to come talk at this conference? And I'm like, I've never talked at a conference before, <laughs> but let's do it. And now i got people coming up like, you you paid for my trip to get here. And I'm like, I, don't, I was just talking. I don't even know what you're talking awesome. about. So... Um, That's a good feeling. It, it, dude, I'm overwhelmed is not even the word to describe it. So Yeah, we're at this uh, inflection point in community pharmacy that, that there's no more choices as if you're, are you going to do something different. It's like you have to do something yeah. different in order to continue to survive. But more than that, this Profit Summit has taught me that you can still make a profit and deliver a tremendous amount of uh, clinical-backed value to your oh, community yeah. and they need it. Yeah. You know, Lisa's talk yesterday about Medicare patients. You know, I've been there. Uh, we're still looking at that. Like, hey, here's a Medicare patient that I've known for 15 years. I love them. I love their family. But I lose money. They're a DIR risk. What do I do? How do I run a business losing money on people? You, you can't. Right. And every independent pharmacy owner knows that. They just, a lot of times, they don't want to digest that. And they ignore that it. That makes sense? Yep. Um, and so when Lisa was talking about, like, here's some other opportunities. So number one, you're helping their health, but two, you're going to make money. Boom. Boom. Exactly. Now how do you put that in your workflow? How do you make that where it's an easy process and not tripping over trash cans and uh, wondering where the drugs are and how long it takes to print a label and 
that's kind of where my, I don't want to say expertise, but that's, that's what I've been training myself to do and figure out for a while. So We're going to put a link in the show notes uh, for this uh, episode of how people can kind of reach out and connect with you. Uh, what's a website that we can kind of send them to? I have... We have a store website, okay. Um, but this—I don't want to say consulting practice, but I guess that's really kind of what it is—a consulting company that has just really kind of started in the last three months. Um, you know, my email, direct email, Adam at SaveRightDrugs.com, okay. S-A-V-E-R-T-E Drugs.com, um, and then we're going to start a Facebook page. We're actually working on that right now. We'll put that in X and so there, there will definitely be some links out there. Uh, I don't have a website at the moment. But like I said, I, I came here to talk to pharmacists about being awesome yep. and better. And what has spawned from this is, can you come help me at my store? Yeah. So I'm still digesting all that <laughs> and trying to figure, figure that part out. But um, yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing, actually. Well, Adam, we're going to have you back. Uh, we're going to do a series on workflow, by the way. Nice. It's going to be sponsored by RxSafe. Um, and we're going to really get into how to leverage workflow to change the entire dynamic of your operations as well as making it more profitable. And we're going to have you as one of our lead speakers on nice. that series. So well, we're very excited. It. Yeah, I'm, man, anytime that I can help out a fellow pharmacist, because we've all been there, um, and we want, it's in our nature to want to do good, but now we have all these forces of nature against yeah. us. And if I can help them overcome that, um, that's that's just my passion. I love it. So that's awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Hey there. We are here with Vince Leonard with Liberty uh, Pharmacy Management Systems. It has been a pleasure to see how much support Liberty has given the Profit Summit, which is Diversify RX uh, first Profit Summit 2021. Welcome to the post show, um, Vince. How are you? Uh, thank you, Todd. I appreciate this. It's been a great opportunity for us. So you guys really took a step up. I mean, you're really doing a lot for this. What made you kind of look at what was being talked about from the aspect of making and helping community pharmacies be more profitable? Why is Liberty here? Yeah, uh, I think the short answer to that is we actually do support the efforts that these independents are trying to do to compete against the chains. Um, it's with us being a pharmacy management system, uh, we recognize we're the hub of the pharmacy as a, the big piece of software, but there's a lot of ancillary things going on as well. And what Diversify, Diversify RX does is really help educate the pharmacies and support that, and that's why we're here to support it in those efforts with our systems and our features and our interfaces. So tell me about Liberty. How, so give us a little uh, history, a lesson on Liberty. How long have you guys been in business? Well, just like a, a lot of my competitors, we've been out here in the business for a very long time. Um, I would say probably one of the things that sets us apart is that um, you can never sit on your laurels with software. If you're not changing your software, you're already losing customers. It's just the nature of the beast. Um, we actually rebuilt our platform from the ground up several years ago, and ever since then, we've been in uh, double-digit growth. And um, it was kind of scary when that double-digit <laughs> hit close to 30 one, a couple of years. And so we've put a lot of processes in place to support that, our, our internal structure, if you will, to support that. So here we are today. i uh, got a very modern system, got all the features a modern pharmacy needs, and uh, to be able to help support some of these efforts around, you know, help them grow their profits and stuff like that. So. Yeah, when you say went through a complete restructure, I can kind of of uh, understand what that means as a fellow past pharmacy software guy. 
Um, so many of the systems back in the day were the, were closed because they the only thing they needed to do was process a prescription for that right. pharmacy. Today, it's so needed to be able to get data in and out and APIs with packaging systems and different technologies. So talk to us a little bit about what's new in the horizon of Liberty and what you're seeing uh, your community pharmacy um, owners, what do they really like about the Liberty system specifically? Yeah, um, I'll, let me hit on the, the piece here where you're talking about APIs. That's one of the things that we did when we rebuilt our platform. We actually built out an API for third-party uh, integration, and it's been phenomenal. When we talk to another software vendor, you name them, we got an interface with them. Um, instead of doing HL7 interface, the API allows the information to flow back and forth very yep. quickly. Uh, we've been able to go in different markets, in, in uh, pharmacy markets like specialty, these hub pharmacies and stuff because of that. Um, and then what a lot of the customers really say about us is, um, or what, and um, yes, you can have all these features in your pharmacy system, but if you get in there and you start looking at the screens as a pharmacist, let's say, or technician, you need to use them. If it's too complicated, it's going to be very hard for them. And what Liberty's done is make um, those feature sets very easy to use, very clear where you're going with it, without them really getting in your way, but still have all the features that you need. That's one of our, our trademarks with our platform. And I think uh, the market speaks for itself in, the, in the, the acceptance of that going forward. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, once again, it has meant a lot to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation to be here. We're very honored to be the media sponsor for uh, Diversified RX and the Profit Summit. But it also means a lot to us when we see vendors, key vendor partnerships stepping up to support these kind of programs because this is the future of all of us. If we don't step up and help these totally community agree. pharmacy owners, yeah, right? then we're not going to be in business. Yeah, so so it means a lot. And uh, Vince, I thank you for being here. You bet, Todd. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Hi, this is Dr. Lisa Faust, founder of DiversifyRx and host of the Pharmacy Profit Summit Live. The response from this event has been nothing short of amazing. The speakers all brought their A++++ game and the attendees' minds were truly blown. Every pharmacy owner can have a profitable pharmacy with the right strategies, support, and implementation tools. I want to take a moment to thank everyone who made the Pharmacy Profit Summit Live a success. First, to the 120 pharmacy owners that took time out of their busy lives to travel to Dallas and shared their knowledge and energy throughout the entire two-day event. Second, to all of the amazing exhibitors and sponsors. My goal was to make this event as affordable as possible so that every pharmacy owner could attend. That goal would not have been possible without these companies' generous support. Our premier sponsor, RxSafe. Our media sponsor, Pharmacy Podcast Network. Elite sponsor, Flash Returns. Additional exhibitor and sponsors are Berkeley Life Professional, Bossingly, Darby Farms, Dr. Mark Nelson, FDS Amplicare, Functional Medicine Group, Functional Wellness Network, GRX Marketing, Independent RX Consulting, Langermania, Liberty Software, Lifeline RX Solutions, Mobile MediClaim, Pharmacana, Retail Management Solutions, RPH Ally, RX Cherry Pick, RX Advisors, RX Genomics, Salyu Biomics, Stanley Pharma Group, Streamcare, The Launch Guild, Vinco, and Zuri CBD. Third, to the amazing speakers that poured their hearts and souls into their presentations. Dr. Jessica Mills, Dr. Adam Robinson, Dr. Mansi Shaw, Greg McKetrick, Carla Erskine, Tasha Booth, 
Heather Haro, and Jason Faust. And last but not least, I'd love to thank the entire team over at DiversifierX who made the whole event go smoothly. If you are a pharmacy owner that wants to drastically improve your profits, please read our blog at diversifyrxblog.com or email us at info at diversifyrx.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>